Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Good morning. This is Rose Cushing, the host of today's Horsewoman, and we're very excited since this is Women's History Month, because this young woman is going to make her mark on history, I have no doubt. My guest is Rachel Gagliardi, and Rachel is Miss Rodeo North Carolina. She is working on her, her veterinary career, and she has a Ph.D. that she's working on, too. So let's meet Rachel and let her tell us all about herself. So, Rachel, tell us a little bit about you. Wonderful. Well, I am so thankful to be here as a guest. Um, a little bit about me, I grew up rodeoing and riding horses. I actually came from a family that did not have a horse background, um, but I begged to take riding lessons, and my parents gifted me five riding lessons for my eighth birthday, and the rest is history. So I fell in love with horses and rodeo. I grew up barrel racing, pole bending, goat tying, and breakaway roping, so a little bit of everything and always knew that I wanted to be a veterinarian. So I went to the University of Maryland and earned a bachelor's in animal science and then applied to vet school and had some really incredible research experiences as an undergraduate student. So I knew that I wanted to pursue a PhD as well. And so I was very fortunate to be accepted to North Carolina State University College of Veterinary Medicine in their DVM PhD dual degree program. So I am pursuing a doctorate of veterinary medicine and a PhD in comparative biomedical sciences. My research focuses on equine osteoarthritis and using horses as a translational model for humans. That's really, really exciting. Now, tell me a little bit about being Miss Rodeo. How has that experience been? Being Miss Rodeo North Carolina has been so much fun, and I'm so thankful to have the opportunity be serving in this position. So a little bit about uh, Miss Rodeo North Carolina. So Miss Rodeo North Carolina is part of the Miss Rodeo America pageant. And the Miss Rodeo America and all of the state organizations represent the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association, the PRCA. And the PRCA is the world's oldest and largest pro-rodeo sanctioning body. So essentially we are responsible for representing professional rodeo across the country as well as in our own state, and representing the state that we come from when we travel. Now, I had the, the opportunity to judge a couple of pageants for the Miss Rodeo, and i got to tell you, folks, Miss Rodeo is not like any other beauty pageant. These ladies have to know a tremendous amount of horse information. They have to be able to ride, and they have to be able to handle themselves in public. So this is not just a pretty girl pageant. This pageant really means something, and Rachel has done an amazing job at representing us all over the country. Yeah, that's, um, that's exactly right. The Miss Rodeo North Carolina pageant is very involved, and I almost argue that it shouldn't be called a pageant because appearance is just one small portion of what we do. Um, we're tested on our horsemanship, so we actually ride random draw horses in the horsemanship for a horse we've never been on, and we have to execute a pattern. Um, and this is important because when we travel to rodeos across the country, we don't take our own horses most times. And so we have to be able to get on and ride any horse that we're given and make it look very nice and be able to ride them effectively and safely. 
then we also have um, a test on rodeo and horse knowledge, which is very important because we need to be able to speak effectively on both of those topics. We have to be able to do public speaking, so we have to give an impromptu speech on a topic um, that we pull randomly. We also have to be able to answer impromptu questions that are given to us. And we have a personal interview, so about us, and a horsemanship interview as well, so about our horse knowledge. Yeah, I, I was surprised at how detailed it was in the questions, you know, that they they asked during the pageant. And um, you, you've done an amazing job. Now, you just got back from, where, North Dakota? Yeah, I had the honor of attending the North Dakota Winter Show Rodeo uh, out in Valley City, North Dakota. So I actually met Miss Rodeo North Dakota when we went to the Lady in Waiting event in Las Vegas. So... Each year, the Miss Rodeo America pageant happens the week before the National Finals Rodeo is held in Las Vegas, and they also invite the ladies-in-waiting, so the ladies that are taking over their duties as of January 1st, and so we're able to meet the other girls um, that are in our Miss Rodeo America class and get to know each other, and Miss Rodeo North Dakota invited me to go to the North Dakota Winter Show Rodeo, and I was so excited to be able to go out. We had an incredible time. I was actually able to do some school visits as well while I was out there, and we just had a really fantastic time. Yeah, it looked like you did a fashion show, too. We did. We did. Yeah, so we were able to um, participate. We had two um, little fashion shows. We did one, which was a vendor fashion show, so we were able to use clothing and accessories from the boutiques that were exhibiting at the North Dakota Winter Show to help promote those small businesses, which was incredibly fun. Um, and they were both amazing to work with. I worked with Flair Boutique and Open Range Clothing Company. Both were fantastic. I uh, loved their clothing. They are super cute. <laughs> and um, we were actually able, we also helped out with the cattle show a little bit as well. So we did a little bit of everything. It sounds like it. Now, you have to have a tremendous amount of poise to do all those events and be in front of all those strange people. So, you know, are you nervous when you do those events? Or have you, are you an old hand at it by now? I don't get nervous much around people. I love, I'm very extroverted, so I love talking to people, love educating people who maybe aren't as familiar with rodeo. Um, I competed in public speaking events through the Future Farmers of America when I was in high school, so kind of well-versed in the area of public speaking, and I love doing that. I love going to school visits and talking with kids because they are the future of rodeo and, uh, you know, the next generation. So really excited to be able to be on the ground making a difference and impacting and inspiring them. Now tell me a little bit about your dual degree at NC State because you, gosh you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, so the DVM PhD dual degree program is two doctorate degrees. So you have your typical four years of veterinary school which is the doctorate of veterinary medicine. And then the PhD, um, we have coursework that's a part of that, but a lot of that is benchtop um, or clinical research, and that takes various amounts of time. For me, that program is going to be four years for each doctorate degree. And our program at NC State is unique in that we alternate back and forth between the PhD and doctorate of veterinary medicine portions. So I did a year of my PhD first, then I did two years of vet school. Uh, and then I did, I'm currently in the third year of my PhD, so I've done two additional years of PhD. I have one more 
one year of my PhD left to go, and then I will do the last two years of that school. Hey y'all, this is Lonnie from Mule City Specialty Feeds located in Benson, North Carolina. It's almost springtime. Is your horse blooming? Does your horse have a shiny coat and healthy hooves? How much extra time and money are you spending mixing supplements in the feed room when you could be enjoying your horse in the arena or out on the trail? Then look no further. Mule City Specialty Feeds has a line of equine feeds that delivers maximum nutrition. From your performance horse to your weekend trail horse, our line of Maximum Nutrition Equine Feeds offers five different complete balanced formulas that will take you out of the feed room and into the saddle. In addition to equine feeds, we also offer complete feeds for your barnyard pets and livestock. For more details, visit our website at MuleCity.com, follow us on Facebook, or give us a call at 1-800-587-9229. And don't forget, Mule City delivers! That's really nice. Now, tell me what you're specializing in. Yeah, so um, the veterinary degree um, certifies us once we pass the licensing exam to treat all species. But we do have focus areas. So if you know you're headed into a specific type of practice, it allows you to take more electives or extra rotations in that area of interest. So I am equine focused because I plan to go into an equine-only practice after graduation, and then for the PhD side, we have um, PhD tracks as well. Our PhD is in comparative biomedical sciences. My focus area for the PhD is immunology, um, and then I also, my thesis research is in osteoarthritis, as we mentioned, so um, utilizing horses as a model for human translational applications. Now, you just got back from a, a big honor at an orthopedic conference, didn't you? Yeah, so I actually attended the Orthopedic Research Society Conference in Texas and had the opportunity to present a small portion of my thesis research. Um, that conference is nationally renowned, uh, and they're orthopedists from all over. So a lot of human uh, physicians as well as veterinary physicians attend that conference, so it was uh, really special to be able to present there and share my research with everyone. I can imagine a national conference is no small achievement. Yeah, it, there's definitely a lot of work that goes into that, you know, from planning experiments to executing them to, you know, we submit an abstract, which is essentially a summary of our project, and then um, the abstract, you know, goes through a grading process, and they either accept or reject that. So it's definitely an honor to have an abstract accepted at a national conference like ORS. Absolutely. Now, of your time as Miss Rodeo, what's been your most favorite experience? Well, that's so tough because I really love every experience. Um, but there's just nothing like being on a flag horse running a sponsor flag in the arena in front of a roaring crowd. And so that has to be... That's one of the best feelings, um, and I had the honor at the North Dakota Winter Show Rodeo of running the PRCA banner, which obviously is so significant since that's the organization that we represent. Mm -hmm. That moment meant a lot, but I also really enjoy um, going to local rodeos, um, so pro rodeos in North Carolina, but also local rodeos. I was at the Old Ford Fire Department Rodeo a few weeks ago, um, which honors and um, benefits our first responders, which was a really incredible experience. That's 
I love being there and having a booth and being able to sign autographs. Um, and actually, I had um, a, a little girl and her little brother who had met me at my first appearance um, come up to me. And they were like, do you remember me? I have your autograph. And it was just a really sweet moment. And I had actually gotten an additional different autograph sheet with a new photo on it. And so uh, they now have a small collection of my autograph sheets, which was very, very cute. <laughs> That's really sweet, you know. And it, it just reminds you that of that saying that you see once in a while that says somebody out there is looking up to you, so be a good role model. And you certainly are. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. You never know who's listening or who's watching, and um, I always try to be extremely positive and encouraging um, to people that come up to me and ask me. and And I always tell the kids that I speak to, you know, if you dream it, you can do it. And um, that kind of leads me into my platform in Miss Rodeo, North Carolina, which is Embrace You. And so each uh, Miss Rodeo America contestant has to have a platform that they promote, and so. I chose Embrace You because I want everyone to feel welcome in the rodeo community and the Western way of life. And so it's really important to me to um, embrace myself and encourage others to just be the best version of themselves. So positivity and um, embracing uniqueness and individuality is really what my platform is all about. That's really, really a good platform, you know, especially in today's world. And, and I think that the Western discipline as a whole is very welcoming to most anybody. You know, it's um, it's a great community to be part of, especially the rodeo community. Absolutely. I mean, I think back to when I started rodeo. And, you know, as I mentioned, I came from a family that did not have a horse background. And the youth rodeo community really just welcomed me with open arms and, um, it was a, it's just a big family. That's the best way I can describe the rodeo community. And everyone helps each other out, and they receive you the shirt off their own back um, to help a friend out. And, and that's really how it should be. So it's an incredible community to be a part of, and I just want to extend that invitation to anyone and everyone. Absolutely. I, I In filming rodeos and, and mounted shooting and different events, you know, for the last 12 or 15 years, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a competitor's horse come up lame and somebody give them a horse or, you know, something else malfunction and somebody said, wait a minute, you can use mine, you know, and it's just such a wonderful family type atmosphere. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, I was in a few situations like that myself and one of the big obstacles that I overcame when I was a bit younger, um, I had my, I had two horses at the time, um, and then my very senior horse was injured uh, with um, a suspensory ligament tear that was pretty significant and needed about nine months off. And then I had a young horse, and my young horse unfortunately broke his leg in a very tragic accident and had to be euthanized. And so, uh, you know, I put the message out on Facebook and said it was my last season of youth rodeo, and I really wanted to finish the season out and try to make the rodeo finals. And I had so many people come forward and offer for me to use their horses. Um, it was really incredible to see the support from the community, and I was able to finish the season and qualify for finals in all of my events, and I had two incredible friends and above an amazing uh, barrel racing and pole bending horse and an incredible roping horse, and I'm just so thankful uh, for experiences and people like that. Absolutely. Now, in the rodeo world, what's your favorite field to compete in? 
I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? When you're rodeoing, what is your favorite event? Oh, my favorite event? Um, probably barrel racing. Uh, but it's such, it's such a close tie between barrel racing and breakaway roping for me. Uh, I really love the two of them, and pole bending is a blast. Uh, but barrel racing was kind of my early favorite, and I really enjoy the breakaway roping as well. It's, it's such a different challenge uh, when you're reading cattle in addition to you know, riding your horse and making sure that you're roping and your muscles are toned and you're up, you know, up to speed and ready to compete. So two very different events, uh, but I don't know if I could pick a favorite between the two of them. There you go. There you go. So you've got so much going on. What's left to do on your bucket list? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, definitely, I have some big rodeos as Miss Rodeo North Carolina that are on my bucket list. So, um, headed out to Guinan, Oklahoma in a little while and looking to go to Miles City in Montana. So, some exciting big rodeos coming up and then ultimately competing uh, for Miss Rodeo America in December in Las Vegas. So, very excited to have that as the finale to an incredible year of being a rodeo queen. And outside of that, I'm currently, I have three horses. And um, my I have an older mare, so she is going to be bred this spring. You name it. And at the end of the day, um, good horse training and good foundation is universal. And so I would encourage people to, um, you know, take lessons and learn from professionals in a variety of disciplines because, that's really how you get the fundamental skills to, you know, work with any horse. And um, good horsemanship will take you very, very far in life. That it will. And, you know, it, it's an amazing industry in that there are so many careers and so many opportunities. I, I can't think of any other industry in the world that has as many different facets as the horse industry. Yeah, it's really um, endless opportunities. Uh, for people that are interested in working with horses. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, I've enjoyed having you on the show today, and thank you for being my guest. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be on the show, and I really appreciate it. For people that are interested in following along uh, with my Miss Rodeo North Carolina adventures, Miss Rodeo North Carolina has a Facebook page, so if you go into the Facebook search bar and type in Miss Rodeo North Carolina, you can follow along as I travel the country and represent Pro Rodeo in the state of North Carolina. Very nice. And as always, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.